the tide has turned. B2B buyers and sellers interactions have changed. Welcome to The Marketect, a new podcast series for B2B product marketing executives. I'm Lindsay Chupkema, CEO and co-founder at Casted, the first amplified marketing platform for B2B marketers and a proud partner of the product marketing community. We are very excited to be bringing you this special series that focuses on amplifying the expert perspectives, insights, and opinions of this brilliant community. Each episode will feature in-depth advice from executives who will tell you how they built impactful teams, optimized go-to-market efforts, and enabled customer-facing teams. The Marketect is an easily digestible way to learn from your peers as you aspire to be an architect for growth. Welcome and enjoy this episode. Welcome to The Marketect, a podcast series where leadership and product marketing meet. The Marketect is for and about the world's best product marketing leaders and the chief marketing officers that own the function. Today, we're going to cover how to unite the business around a unified go-to-market strategy. And boy, do I have one of the very best market techs in the biz to uncover some go-to-market truths today. It's my pleasure to introduce you to Jeff Otto, who fairly recently joined Marketa as their VP Product Marketing and in short order was promoted to head up all of marketing. And prior to that, Jeff held leadership roles at Salesforce in the disciplines of industry marketing and product marketing. And prior to that, he started his career in the financial services sector at Morgan Stanley first, and then Merrill Lynch. And it's really, it's no surprise to see him come full circle to join a company, Marketa, that is disrupting the financial services industry today. Uh, and before I introduce him, fun fact, Jeff was one of the first few individuals to sign up within week one of the San Francisco's inaugural product marketing community five years ago. And really, I'm thankful that you're still supporting us uh, to this day. Welcome, Jeff. Rowan, it's great to see you again. And I still remember uh, all the fun we had at the, uh, the product marketing community events way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. We, we hosted a lot of Salesforce individuals. And um, during your seven, almost eight-year run at, at Salesforce, the one constant for you is that financial services has always been near and dear to your heart. And now you get to join a company that is truly disrupting the, the, the space. And would you like to say a few words about what Marketa does? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at Salesforce, I had the, the unbelievable pleasure of leading marketing teams across different focus verticals industries. One of them uh, was financial services. And in you know marketing to the spectrum of financial services firms and talking about the walls collapsing across all of these, all this industry, right? And the embedded finance future that was coming, I figured I'd put my money where my mouth is and uh, and join one of the leading fintechs that's actually you know leading the charge on embedded finance. And so, uh, in a nutshell, Marketa powers uh, modern card issuing. Actually, created the category. And this means, you know, building payments cards and putting them in the hands of developers, unlocking incredible power through open APIs and allowing uh, these companies to provide unique and differentiated payment experiences across you know, a lot of emerging new sectors, buy now, pay later, crypto, 
uh, cards, bringing crypto to point of sale. Uh, and so it's really a pleasure to be uh, to be working at the forefront of this. Yeah. And, and you know, in the payments world, the, the, the ecosystem of the payments world within financial services, you have to have the right go-to-market strategy or else you're doomed. But before we get into go-to-market strategy, indulge me for a moment. And I have two sentences that I would like you to complete. The first, and we ask all our guests this, I am in marketing because... Yeah, uh, you know, I fell backwards into marketing a decade ago. Uh, my first chapter was a, as a financial technologist, and I uh, landed in a role where I was doing product marketing uh, and realized that my job was to help my teams tell meaningful stories, to find that unmet need, uh, to polish the unpolished gems of a value proposition and then make that shine in the mind of a target audience. And I love this job. I still can't believe I get paid to do it. Uh, and we're thankful that you're here. You're one of the best market techs in the business. And so we're all the better for it to, to have someone like you at the, at the helm. And so the second sentence I'd love for you to complete is this. My definition of leadership is? Okay. I'm going to take the people side of that uh, question. So to me, my definition of leadership is deeply listening to and understanding my team, what motivates them, what, uh, what strengths can I champion and help them invest in, and then finding the opportunities to spotlight my teams and share gratitude for the impact that they deliver to the business. Ah, brilliant. A servant leader who listens and understands his team. Brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Let's get to it, Jeff. So I, um, I recently had Sangram, the, the brilliant, charismatic founder of Terminus on the podcast, and we spoke about his new book, Move, uh, and it's a book about go-to-market strategy. And Move stands for Market Operations Velocity and Expansion. So from a market perspective, who should we market to? From an operations perspective, what do we need to do to operate effectively? And from a velocity perspective, it's you know how and when can we scale our business? And then the last E of move is expansion. And you know where where can we grow the most? He mentioned uh, a, a, just a mind-numbing stat that only. 0.04% of companies, so not 4%, not 0.4%, but 0.04% of companies end up crossing the, the valley of debt to earn $10 million in revenue. And now you have to sit there and ask yourself, why is that? Is that because their vision became stale? Is it because they didn't hire great people? And the answer, he said, is that the product and the market evolved, but the go-to-market strategy didn't evolve with it. It didn't mature with it. And thus it, it caused a lot of problems. And so Sangram asserts that you first need to identify the stage of the business that you are in before you figure out your go-to-market strategy. So Jeff, you're at Marketo. What are the foundations of go-to-market that you and your team are focusing on? Yeah, thank you. I, uh, 
Yeah, I resonate a lot with understanding where you are in the maturity curve of a particular market that you're going after. So I'm excited to read that book. Um, you know, to me, uh, it's very important that competitive strategy and the hard work that is needed inside of that space is at that founda foundation of go-to-market. It's really the foundation of positioning. Uh, it, at Marketa, uh, competitive strategy actually sits inside of, of my organization, which I'm really thrilled uh, to have that level of focus. And it uncovers things upstream in the new product introduction process that I think are, are critically necessary for a strong go-to-market. You know, I'll throw out a couple of examples, you know, uh, loss analysis, right? It's like going to the dentist. Nobody in sales ever wants to talk about losses, but it is just so important to create the space and to create the, the collection processes to get a good sense of what's going on when you lose a deal, right? An objective point of view. So often highly valuable to hear from the sellers what happened, but where you can through direct engagement with that account or by finding third parties that specialize in win-loss interviews, you often get some of your most compelling uh, insights. Another aspect of that, I'd say, um, you know, again, way upstream in foundational go-to-market on the CI side of the house would be just, you know, really spending the time to deeply understand and analyze your competitive landscape. And I think there are some amazing tools out there in the marketplace that help you accelerate that now. Um, we recently went through a massive vendor uh, assessment and selected a CI platform to roll out. And, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, to the old part of move, right? It's operationalizing CI and it's creating a lot of efficiencies where we can say, you know what, this is not uh, the manual labor of the past. We're actually using, you know, technology to accelerate our ability to understand our competitive landscape, especially in a rapidly evolving space like fintech. Brilliant. And so competitive intelligence, win-loss analysis, all that to uh, inform your position, inform your new product development, and, and let's say your launches. So I'm assuming product marketing at Marketa is leading the charge on competitive and win-loss? Yeah. So uh, in particular, inside of our small product marketing organization, we do have a dedicated um, competitive strategist. And the product marketers partner with her very closely uh, to incorporate that line of thinking when they are planning out and, and assessing the positioning that they want to use as the foundation to any messaging or value propositions that they build out for our offering. And, and so then when it, as it relates to new product development, how should product marketing be engaged during the both alpha and beta phases of new product development? Yeah, it, it, critically that they, it's critical that they are engaged, first of all. I think that's, you know, often that can be a miss. And I've seen instances previous in my career where, where product marketing uh, is not engaged, maybe up, up funnel or upstream in the alpha aspect of it. But I feel that there's a lot of value there. There's a lot of value in terms of uh, the analogy that I, I like to think about is, are, are we, you know, and this is a conversation with the product leaders, right? Are we thinking about the um, comprehensiveness of the offering? You know, uh, in in the day to day life of a of a product leader who's managing their their sprints and getting everybody organized around delivering maybe at the feature level, that gold dust right might not be compelling enough on its own. It's still valuable, but it's 
you know, it's, it's, uh, it's decentralized. It's kind of sprinkled across the offering. And really where product marketing can add a ton of value there is melting that down, coalescing it into a stronger, differentiated, compelling value proposition, right? And getting that understanding uh, upfront and very early on so that the right investments are made in that, that early, you know, alpha and beta testing phase so that when we are ready to start the launch journey, when we are ready to, to spend the dollars, right, to bring something to market, that we are going to win, that we are differentiated, uh, and that we're going to have a successful outcome. Not all new product developments, new product launches are the same. How is Marketa tiering and staging NPIs? Yeah, um, you know, we, uh, we think about this in terms of uh, kind of three aspects. First, the, the first step is, all right, let's, let's partner, let's sit down, thumb wrestle for a little bit with product leaders and figure out a scoring model that works for the business, right? Do we understand the, the breadth and depth of the offering being built? Is this enhancements? to existing offering? Is this add-ons, right, that we can monetize? Is this opening up a whole new category um, for our portfolio, right? And getting an understanding of the, the serviceable addressable market uh, that, uh, that has been identified. And if it hasn't, then partnering to make sure that that's really fleshed out. Understanding the, the, the segmentation, right? Do we understand which, um, you know, which buying centers we're going after? Is this a developer-led sale and emerging where it's just give them the APIs and let them assess uh, the, the capabilities and, and go and run with it, very light touch. Is this a complicated top-down enterprise selling motion with a buying center that is complicated as different stakeholders and then we need to navigate through using a different um, you know, set of tactics? So uh, you know, having a lot of that scoring done up front allows you to then say, okay, what size is this? And let's tier it. Let's tier how we're gonna approach the new product introduction, how we're going to size the launch journey for this, right? And you can think about, you know, tier three being maybe a smaller, um, you know, lightweight uh, NPI. We've got to get, you know, obviously we've got to get our documentation in order. We've got to do some light enablement. We've got to make sure that, um, you know, the channels are ready, but it's not really going to be a big, you know, push through earned paid and owned media. And as you climb those tiers, right, tier two to tier one, you layer on the investment, right? And you really think about, um, especially for the tier ones, you think about that trifecta that is that is needed, right? I need a congregation of my relevant target buyer audience. Um, I need a market moment, right, that I can lead up into. Um, and, you know, preferably in a non-COVID world, you know, that concentration could be at a relevant, you know, third-party event or primary event that you design. Uh, and then you layer on all of the channel activations around that, that orbit. Love it. Uh, early on at the top of this question, you said ideally they're bringing in product marketing early into the into the the phasing of new product development um, and new product launching. <clears throat> Consequently, to in, for me, you know, typically the the product team throws over uh, what what they need to throw over, then product marketing goes and runs with it, and it's typically at the eleventh hour. How are you bringing the revenue teams and product marketing for me is that is the conduit for the product marketing team to revenue and the product teams together? How are you ensuring that interlock is the word I love to use? Uh, 
how are you ensuring the interlock between those who build and those who sell? Yeah, absolutely. I love that word interlock as well. It's definitely one that I, that I go to. Um, you know, a couple aspects of this. I'd say uh, we had to create the space for early sense and respond across those two stakeholder groups. Now, the product leaders are, of course, they're motivated to get, you know, direct voice of customer feedback and to land on, you know, a value proposition or set of jobs to be done that is going to be compelling. Um, the, the critical uh, aspect uh, of bringing the revenue team in early or, or helping the product leaders to position and excite the sellers is creating that early space, space for course adjustments, space for um, you know, iteration, for new um, points of view, everything with a draft logo on it, right? You know, six months <laughs> in advance of of uh, something coming to market, I think is a great idea, right? Uh, you know, provide as much transparency as you can with the, the known SMEs inside of the organization that you cultivate, you know, and those could be folks that are sitting in customer success. It could be, you know, tenured sellers that have, you know, been there, done that. They've had a lot of at-bats. They know, um, they know the competitive landscape because they're fighting the competitive battles day in, day out, right? Leaning on them heavily and making sure that the product organization, product marketing are, you know, uh, you know, sitting with them and, and ensuring that their voice is heard. And then, you know, when you feel like you've battle tested uh, that, uh, that strategy, the go-to-market around it, the value proposition, you've got something that, you, you know, early buy-in is there. Then it's about creating, you know, big moments, right, to excite the channel, the entire channel, right? And I think that, you know, a key uh, tactic that I, that I love to do is, you know, the duet, right? Whether that's, whether that's the, the product uh, marketing leader and the product leader uh, or the product marketer and the sales leader, uh, you know, right now, my, my head of North America and I are working on a, a sales kickoff presentation to really get the entire team excited about what's coming in the new year. And I think, you know, that's a, a really important internal um, investment that needs to be made, uh, you know, to ensure that there is buy-in and that there's excitement to go and win in the marketplace. And then there's other kinds of points, um, you know, that, yeah, you have typical, you know, your QBR moments, uh, you know, other more asynchronous communication. I think it's really important. You just have to have a good calm strategy around that. Ah, love it. The duet sounds like a musical, but really you're talking about the duet between the product marketing leader, your, your, your product leader. Uh, I want to get to what a successful go-to-market launch looks like at Marketa. Before I do, Let's double click on the word interlock for a second, because this part's crucial to uh, marketing success, product marketing success, uh, everyone's success. Who are the key stakeholders that your marketing team, and, and maybe let's focus a little bit on the product marketing folks, who are their key interlocks upstream and downstream? And more importantly, how are you ensuring that you guys are uh, in cahoots, you know, when so when you're you're getting to the the moment of singing that duet, it's it's harmonious. Yeah. So, you know, depending on where you are in the new product introduction life cycle. So let's say you're upstream of you're upstream of a of a GA, you know, 12 months, right? I think the the uh the early stakeholder identification and the kind of critical partners are 
the, the product leaders, right, that, that own uh, and are responsible for the delivery of that innovation. Um, that's, that's probably the earliest touch point. At some point, you know, getting a little closer, I do advocate, uh, you know, to start pulling in internal SMEs as we start getting to alpha phase, uh, making sure that folks on the revenue side of the business or the go-to-market side of the house, right, customer success, SMEs inside of sales, et cetera, are having the opportunity to pressure test the offering and provide feedback that can shape uh, not only uh, maybe some of the prioritization of the coming sprints, but also to make sure that we don't have any uh, you know, major gaps or we're not just doing a, uh, you know, a, a parity uh, go-to-market, right? Where we're just hitting parity with, with a competitor and that's not going to be enough to win. So uh, to answer the question, I'd say, you know, way upstream, of course, product leadership, then you kind of get into some of the go-to-market uh, players. As you get into the launch journey, it's every channel owner across earned, paid, and known media inside of the market organization mm-hmm. that needs to be brought in, you know, at minimum, I'd say three months uh, in advance, probably a little sooner, depending on the size and scale of the offering, just so they can start getting their head around it so they can plan uh, their resourcing. Uh, et cetera. And then, you know, you've got critical partners uh, on the risk side of the house, right? You've got to make sure that uh, legal's getting the appropriate time to weigh in on this compliance. We were in regu- we operate in regulated industries. And of course, that's a critical aspect of this. Making sure that investor relations has optics, making sure that um, the PR team has the opportunity to really lean into, you know, what are going to be the most compelling um, you know, talking points, uh, who will be our spokesperson or spokespeople for the launch, yeah. um, you know, and then it's, and then really, then it's follow through, right? Then it's making sure that we've got the right operational rigor uh, to, uh, to measure success and that, uh, and that we're following through on that. Brilliant. You, you talked about the, the keener locks um, and, and you did already talk a little bit about what that, you know, journey looks like, but Walk us through soup to nuts, what a successful go-to-market launch journey looks like at Marketo. Bring it all together. <laughs> Bring it all together. So I'd say, you know, up front, it is a very clear value proposition and set of jobs to be done that has been pressure tested against different stakeholders directly in the market and internally for any channels that are going to be selling it. And, and that's product marketing and product management collectively at times. Yep. Product marketing and product management collectively. Um, you know, in prior, uh, my prior experience, I've leaned heavily into a, a voice of customer organization at this stage. Marketo, we're, we're kind of building up those capabilities right now. Um, but I think that's, that's critically important. Uh, make sure that, and make sure the product organization, you know, has the support that they need on that front, Right. Um, so I think that that kind of that, that starts the journey. You, of course, you want to answer a lot of the hard questions early on. Do we have have we earmarked the incremental dollars, the headcount to support this new offering that's going to be big? Do we have reserved launch earnings window? You know, are we making space for this so that we're doing the drumbeat of um, you know of new product introductions throughout the year? Right, um, exciting the market. Do we have the right pricing packaging? strategy in place, right? Did the competitive landscape uncover that or do we have gaps in our knowledge that we need to fill? Um, do we uh, do we know our target buyers, the segments we want to go after? Um, you know, are we giving the, the demand generation folks you know, enough information to really nail that and hit the watering holes that they need to do? 
um, do we have the right beta customers in place? You know, if we if we want to make some noise in the marketplace, you need some brands, right, that have the equity that is going to be compelling to their peer group. You want the domino brand to be sitting at the center of this offering. When you launch it, you point, you know, you hand them the microphone, point the spotlight at them and let them tell their success story. And that is the most compelling aspect. Um, you know, uh, bring it all together. I'd say, you know, of course you wanna, you wanna seed the market, I think with the problem, right? That urgent pervasive pain that is felt, right? You gotta find it and you gotta really like talk to that either engage, you know, third-party analysts or get, you know, a, a primary research point of view on that pain and seed the market with it. Make sure that that story is out there so that you're paying it off when you're ready for this big market moment. Lovely. Uh, let, let's conclude with this. <clears throat> I think you've done a phenomenal job in, in, in understanding, helping us understand just who all the the stakeholders are, what the interlock required, uh, the journey throughout that launch, go-to-market launch. If you were to leave our audience with one key insight as it relates to go-to-market launch, what do you want them to remember? Do the work on the competitive landscape. Brilliant. So much can be harvested from publicly available information just by digging in and doing the work. And I think you can uncover so much through just creating the space amongst the team to do that. And that really, that really improves the probability of success of that offering. Fantastic. Marketa is in great hands with you at the helm because you are one of the best market techs that I've come across personally. So congratulations on the new role. All the best as you guys chart your next course of growth uh, with a solid go-to-market strategy behind you, I'm sure. Thank you, Jeff, for, for joining us and thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Rowan. My pleasure. That's the show. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to visit productmarketingcommunity.co to subscribe and get more information on how you too can become a market tech at your organization.